So Barry, you're the man who understands funnels and understands how to create beautiful automated funnels. You've really been trained in process being a combat pilot. So can you talk to us a little bit about how one goes about thinking about creating a simple offer that converts their skills into cold hard cash in this very difficult environment today? Yeah, I've had kind of two lives as a military pilot, and then I took a big break, 10 or 12 years out of flying altogether. And I worked in technology and e-commerce. And if you've been in internet marketing for any amount of time, you always hear the phrase, your business on autopilot, yeah. right? And it's always being uttered by someone who's never touched an autopilot ever in their life, right? <laughs> so they wouldn't have the slightest idea how an autopilot works. Yeah. But how an autopilot works, it doesn't just do stuff by magic. It only does the stuff you've programmed it to do. I'm Ryan Dice from digitalmarketer.com, and you're listening to my buddy, Ash Roy, on ProductiveInsights.com. Welcome to the Productive Insights Podcast, where you can learn how to systemize, automate, and scale your business via the internet. To access previous episodes and useful productivity tips, go to www.ProductiveInsights.com. Now, here's your host, Ash Roy. Hello there, this is Ash Roy, the founder of ProductiveInsights.com with a quick message for you. If you'd like to grow your business profitably and fast, head over to GetMeToDone.com where you can learn more about the Productive Insights membership program, which is designed to help you grow your business profitably and fast. We help you get clear on your target audience and create an irresistible offer around the specific problem that you solve for your audience. Once we've established an offer that's a good fit for your audience, we then help you to scale your business using marketing automation, which means you spend less time working and more time enjoying the fruits of your labor. If you'd like to learn more, head over to getmetodone.com right now and take that first step towards your business success and your time freedom. I hope you enjoy this episode and get a ton of value from it. I look forward to seeing you at getmetodone.com. Welcome back to the Productive Insights Podcast. This is Ash Roy, the founder of ProductiveInsights.com and the host of the Productive Insights Podcast. And I'm very excited to welcome back Barry Moore, who was previously on episode 177, uh, where Barry and I talked about automation and a little bit about tagging. Now, when we spoke before, we promised that we would come back and talk about tagging in further detail, which we are going to do in this two-part series. But before we do that, I want to just reintroduce Barry to you. Barry is an ex-US Marine who trained as a combat pilot and these days flies commercial planes. And when he's not doing that, he's cooking up some insanely useful courses on marketing and automation. And you can find out more about them at theactivemarketer.com. I've known Barry for a few years. I think very highly of him. I've had some really bright people on this podcast and I consider Barry as being one of those. When he's not charming others with his boyish good looks <laughs> and crepesing around India in auto rickshaws, he is talking to people like me on the Productive Insights podcast. So welcome back, Barry. Thanks, Ash. Thanks for having me, man. It's good to be here again. <laughs> Great to have you on the show, bro. You know, just a quick shout out to all the defense personnel out there, the doctors, the nurses, the firefighters, the cops. They really are keeping us safe in a very difficult time right now, which we are all going through in the world, facing this coronavirus, which is 
nasty as all hell. People like Barry, who previously served in the forces and people who are currently serving in the forces, I just want to say thank you to all those people out there. I'm very grateful to everyone. So just a big shout out to those people. So thank you. Yeah, for sure. All the first responders, in, you know, Australia's doing it tough. We had those fires a few months ago and all, and all the firefighters there and now the, all the health workers is kind of under siege. So yeah, my appreciation as well. And thank you for your service for the years that you spent in the U.S. Defense Force and I believe sometime in the Australian Defense Force too, right? That's right. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate that. You're welcome, man. All right. So, Barry, we talked about automation in the previous episode, episode 177. You can find out more about that if you go to ProductiveInsights.com forward slash 177. In this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about how to create a quick offer if you find yourself in a very difficult situation. A lot of business owners our listeners probably are finding themselves in a position where they don't have a business overnight or their business has fundamentally changed because the government has brought in these social distancing laws for good reason. Some people can't interact with their clients like they used to. A lot of them are scrambling to create offers online. So Barry, you're the man who understands funnels and understands how to create beautiful, fluent, fluid, automated funnels. And you're a master of doing that. You've really been trained and processed being a combat pilot by training. So can you talk to us a little bit about how one goes about thinking about creating a simple offer that converts their skills into cold, hard cash in this very difficult environment today? Yeah, I've had kind of two lives. Well, three, really. As a military pilot, and then I took a big break, 10 or 12 years out of flying altogether. And I worked in technology and e-commerce and, and worked in that online space for, for 10 years and then went back to flying and still have the marketing, the active marketer on the side there. And if you've been in Internet marketing for any amount of time, you always hear the phrase, you know, your business on autopilot. Right. And it's always being uttered by someone who's never touched an autopilot ever in their life. Right. <laughs> so, they wouldn't have the slightest idea how an autopilot works. Well, how an autopilot works, it doesn't just do stuff by magic. It only does the stuff you've programmed it to do. So if you've programmed it to do stupid, guess what? It's going to do stupid, right? So it will quite happily fly you into the side of a mountain if that's what it's programmed to do. So it's not about just having automation and having this magic button that's just going to do everything for you. It's about building those automations and flows that work and making sure you monitor them. So if you're flying an airplane on an autopilot, you're not asleep. You're watching it to make sure that it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. If it's not, you make corrections, right? The first thing you need to do if you have an established business is look at those processes that are currently resulting in sales and then look at, follow the steps of the process all the way through and look for opportunities to automate that process. If you're starting from scratch, so, you know, at the moment, a lot of people have lost their jobs where they've been stood down or laid off or whatever. And now they're worried about where the next kind of money's coming from. You know, and as Warren Buffett said, when the tide goes out, you find out who's been swimming naked, right? So a lot of people are finding out that a single source dependence or depending on an employer for all your income, your one single sole source of income, is not maybe not such a great idea. So people like you and I, we want to help people out there find a new way that they can make some money online or pivot an existing business to make it online. One of the really great things to watch at the moment with this whole corona apocalypse going on is watching some businesses pivot 
and come up with new products and new services and new ways to deliver where, you know, some people on the other hand are just sitting there clutching their pearls and wringing their hands and saying it's the end of the world, right? But the people who are really kind of in control of their destiny are the ones that are pivoting and changing. You know, I've seen everything from, you know, all these restaurants are closed down, so they're going to takeaway, but now they need people to deliver all that takeaway. <laughs> and I saw an article where all the strip clubs have been closed, obviously, right? So all the strippers are now doubling up as takeaway <laughs> Um, you know, so what a great pivot. What a great yeah. pivot. And, you know, our friend Dan Norris, for those of you who are familiar with him, he's seen him around online a lot. He started a brewery a few years back and it's going great guns. And then obviously when all the restaurants and the pubs got closed down, Bushka, you know, no more distribution to restaurants and pubs and that kind of thing. So he's done a pivot where in a couple of days he built an app where you could go in, log in, and say you want home delivery. So now the breweries are doing home delivery straight to people's homes, so from the brewery to the home, with all the salespeople that are currently didn't have any work now, right? Because they're, you know, they're sales reps for all these pubs and restaurants, and that's all closed down. So now they're going straight to the consumer. You know? So you know, he's done his own little kind of mini seven-day startup there and created a home delivery business. So 24 hours from the time it's brewed, it's in your house, you know, which is pretty wow. cool. That's brilliant. So what I suggest to people, if you're a little bit panicked about being laid off or out of work or whatever, is start looking for that pivot. Start looking for that way that you can either pivot an existing business or start a new one. Just start a new one from scratch, whether it's a side hustle, whether it's going to be an ongoing concern, whatever that's going to be. You have the opportunity here to really make a change instead of waiting for something to happen to you. Go out and make it happen. I just want to make a couple of points around that, Barry. I really like what you said around when it's on autopilot, that doesn't mean you sleep at the wheel. You've got to watch it and make sure it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. That's an important learning for me because particularly now, I do need to go back and check all my autoresponder sequences and make sure that they are not tone deaf given the current circumstances and that I'm not saying things that are inappropriate because I am going to be judged by the content that goes out from my email address and is on my website. It's not an easy job, but it's got to be done. So that's the first point I want to make. The second point is rubbish in, rubbish out. So if you don't have a good, clear strategy and a good, clear plan as to what you're going to sell and how you're going to sell it and to whom you're going to sell it, then you can automate the life out of it. You're just going to get to rubbish faster, a rubbish outcome faster. So the underlying asset, as it were, in terms of when I say asset, I mean the, the process, sorry, that you're automating, that underlying process needs to be solid and make sense. The third thing I want to say is I just recently recorded a three-part series with Carl Taylor from the Automation Agency. I got a lot of time for him. And his structure is called the Protect, Pivot, and Profit. And I think that's a very good framework to use to adapt and survive in this environment. And that will be episodes 192, 193, and 194. And you can access them at ProductiveInsights.com forward slash 192, 193, and 194, respectively, and also on the YouTube channel. Okay, Barry, so look for the pivot. What's next? Well, if you're going to pivot, either you're pivoting existing business or starting from scratch. So let's just, let's talk about the starting from scratch thing first, because that's probably where people are, a lot of people are at the moment. So... If you need to generate some income tomorrow or, you know, by the end of the week, let's say, it's totally doable, right? And I think people get overwhelmed, you know, if, if they haven't traditionally worked in that online space, they get overwhelmed by all the different things you could do or how technically complex it may be or that's not for me or you need a whole team or whatever and all that's rubbish, right? So really just kind of need four core things. You need an audience, an offer, a landing page, 
you know, to display that offer to people, you don't even really need that. And a way to take some money, a way to take some money online. So, and I think people get all wrapped up in, in, you know, trying to be perfect as well. Just get it done. Just get it started. Like you can, you can fix the train when it's in motion, but get the train started because there's so many people who, you know, what's the logo look like? What are our colors going to look like? What are our fonts going to look like? It's like, you don't need any of that stuff. What does your bank account look like? Right. Let's get some money coming. Yeah. In, right. You can fix all the rest of that stuff on the way. So let's pretend I'm a listener right now. I've decided to start from scratch. The first thing you've said to me, and I'm like, what? I can start a business in a week. I can be making money in a week. That sounds really hard to believe. And particularly when I'm in this really negative mindset, I've lost my job, I've lost my business. So one thing I would say is the mindset is important. You've got to believe this can be done. I personally have struggled with mindset for years. So I'm the last person who should be saying this, but I think that it's essential. So Barry, you've got an awesome mindset. How do you do this? How do you bring your mind from, oh no, the sky is falling to, I can do this? I think you have to take action, right? I think you really have to just get in the game. Like once you're in motion, you know, an object in motion will tends to stay in motion. Newton's laws, right? An object at rest tends to stay at rest, right? So everyone's at rest at the moment, right? So get in motion, do something, make something happen. And that first thing will lead you to a second thing. And that second thing will lead you to a third thing and a fourth thing and a fifth thing, right? You're the master of your fate and the captain of your soul, right? Nobody, you weren't born being dependent on someone for handouts for the rest of your life. So don't, don't have that mentality, right? The government kind of, you know, the government does a lot of great things. Don't get me wrong. And they're doing, they're doing a lot to, to help people at the moment. But by and large, governments are drug dealers and the drug that they peddle is dependence, right? Yes, you need to that. depend on us. You need to depend on us for everything. You need to depend on us for your old age. You need to depend on us for your safety. You need to depend on us for a license to drive the car. Like you need to depend on us for everything. So people just become lazy and dependent, right? I have the mindset that I'm not owed anything and anything I make, I'm going to create myself and I'm not dependent on anybody. I, I understand that everyone's kind of in that same boat. But you can take action. You can you can do it now. So find the one thing you can do today to take action. And I don't mean next week and I don't mean by Friday. I mean today. What, is, what can you do today to get that train in motion? Right. And, and just find that one thing. If you, if you want to talk about like starting a business, people will always come up with 20 reasons why they can't. And all I say, is all you need is one reason why you can't, you know, just. Forget the other 20. So last time we used this excellent example about running shoes. And I loved how we weaved that through the conversation because it made it that much more tangible. So today let's pretend that I'm a coach and I've had a bunch of clients and 50% of my clients have canceled or 80% of my clients have canceled. My main method of delivery was person to person. And that's one of the reasons so many of them have canceled. I've got to come up with who's my audience? What's my offer? What's the equivalent of my landing page if I need one? Maybe I don't. Maybe a Facebook page will do. Maybe an email address will do. I don't know. And how do I accept cash? What do I do? What do I do today? Okay. Today, I would say the very first, the most important thing you just said in that whole sentence there is cash, right? Yeah. So <laughs> first thing we need to be able to do is, is take cash from someone. You know, the, even if it's, you know, if I can ring somebody, if I can send them an email, so even if it's, you know, my existing customers, I can give them a different offer or whatever. Uh, I still need to be able to take some money. So if you've been taking money in person or bank transfers or whatever, you need to move that kind of to an online thing. So first thing you can do, if you haven't already set up a PayPal account, it takes five minutes, maybe a day or two to go back and forth with the paperwork. And then you, you have the ability to take PayPal payments. And most people don't realize you can take credit card, normal credit card payments as well. The PayPal interface is a little bit confusing. So if, if you're trying to get a 
payment from someone who's not necessarily familiar with PayPal and they don't have an account, but they want to use a credit card, it's not really terribly immediate the obvious. So you might want to have a secondary system to take credit cards. The easiest one I've seen and the quickest to set up and the most painless to get going, you might not want to use it forever, is something called Moonclerk, right? Moonclerk, you can be up and running with a payment form in literally five minutes. You can be taking credit card payments from somebody. That's very helpful. Thank you. So I was thinking Stripe, but Stripe is more complex. Well, Stripe doesn't necessarily have a user interface that goes along with it, right? Oh, yes, right, right, right. So you mean the checkout card element? Yeah, yeah. So that, you know, where you put your name and your credit card number and the expiry date and you hit pay, boom. We need that form, right? And Moonclerk has that. And Moonclerk has it. And, And it can integrate with Stripe and everything else, right? So, and it's easy to do. Like anybody who can use Word or Excel or any kind of computer, can have one of these things, Moon Clerk Forms, up and running. It's what I first started with when I started my business, right? Because I could be up and running in a day. And then I would say, if you had an established business, like a coaching business, how can you pivot, right? So if you were delivering face-to-face, how do you deliver online? And there's lots of ways you can do that. You can just do what we're doing now over Skype. You bill somebody for an hour's time, get them to pay you, boom, you're on Skype. You don't need anything fancy, right? Or maybe you want to to move to more scalable thing, which is something to worry about later, right? So you're still still trading time for money. So how can we scale that instead of having one-on-ones? How can I have one-to-many? And so you might want to put, uh, you might want to turn, you know, turn your normal kind of curriculum into an online course and put it onto something, any of the online course platforms, there's half a dozen of them. And you can be up and running with that, you know, in a few days as well. And you might want to look at what have I traditionally taught? And what has that taught me as a person who coaches that? So, you know, if I'm a physical trainer, well, that's also taught me leadership and it's also taught me nutrition and it's also taught me a bunch of other things, mindset, for example, that I could turn into different separate courses. Now, so instead of just being a PT, physical trainer, now I've got these courses on training, I've got courses on nutrition, I've got courses on mindset, you know, and, and you can have varying levels, beginner levels, advanced levels and stuff like that. So you can take that knowledge that you've learned along the way and put it to work. And if you're one of these employees, a traditional employee type model where you've lost your job, maybe you're a you're a writer or you're a graphic designer or a social media person or accountant or whatever skill that you have that you are going to the office and trading your nine to five life for, I guarantee you can almost always sell that online, right? Now, if you're a truck driver, that makes it a little bit more difficult. But if you're kind of any kind of information worker or any kind of intellectual property worker, you can go to sites like Upwork right? Where there's always people looking for writers. There's always people looking for web developers. There's always people looking for editors, accountants, anything you can think of, you could probably take your skill inside. Now, if you're a truck driver, something like that, then you're going to need to pivot a little bit more there. But, um, but there are outlets that exist now where you can sell whatever idea it is that you have to sell. Yeah. So you've got things like Upwork, Fiverr, but from what I've seen, they pay very low wages. Are you saying that's a starting point? I mean, I appreciate Fiverr has got what in marketing we would call a loss leader where you you offer something for five bucks, but it's a way in and then you can upsell them. Right. Get the cash register ringing if that's your main concern right now. Get it ringing with something because something always leads to something else, right? Yes, I love that. The upsell, like you said, right? No one... I guarantee no one's sitting in the same place they were like 10 years ago, right? Everyone's kind of, there's a magic to momentum, if you will. I want to say something that really exemplifies what you just said. When I started my membership site, I was giving away four hours of my time face-to-face. A lot of people thought that was insane. And I was only charging 99 US dollars a month. I still am, actually. 
but I give away a lot less time. Now I'm giving away only two and soon that's going to get phased out and the prices are going up. But for me, I saw it as market research because even though they paid me what was effectively $25 an hour, I was learning a hell of a lot about the market. And when I was serving those people in the private discussion thread, which they got access to inside my membership, I could serve them that much better because I'd spent so much time understanding each of their businesses. And every one of my founding members, I really understand them very well. So I agree with you. I don't think it needs to be the finished product from day one. The point is you need to start somewhere, but you got to start. So that's a great point. So you, you got your momentum. And you know what? And Ash, just to capitalize on that point you just made. Yeah, you were learning a lot, but you were getting paid to learn. Exactly. Exactly. So I saw it as paid market research. Yeah, you know, sure. if you reframe it in your mind, instead of saying, oh, I'm only getting paid 99 bucks for four hours because they could cancel after a month. The fact is nobody canceled after a month. So far, the average tenure is something around about a year, I think. I've been doing this for just over a year. But it's because I invested all that time up front to really understand the business and then create content that was really useful for the members inside the membership program. And by the way, that's another important pivot. You always have the option to create a hybrid in terms of an offering. So you can have some kind of a membership offering where you have courses and training and so on behind a paywall, which you charge a recurring fee for, but then you can augment that with one-on-one -on -one calls, maybe for a discounted fee for the members or something like that. That allows you to, to some degree, get off the time for money treadmill, but still make some income. I'm not saying that you can do that on day one, but I'm saying that's something you can build up to. The key here is, as you said, Barry, get momentum the magic of momentum my brother yeah that's absolutely it. okay so i'm this coach i've decided okay i'm going to offer my services via skype or zoom or whatever i can no longer offer them in person now i come up with an offer i make it outrageously valuable to the customer i might say just for you as a founding member or, or just for this week i'll give you four face-to-face -face sessions for an upfront payment of 200 dollars or whatever you want to charge so that's a compelling offer. What do I do next? You need to make people aware of that offer, right? So the easiest way to do that, if you're trying to get some money ringing by the end of the week, you probably have, hopefully, you have some email of all those customers and you've got them in a list somewhere. Even if that's in your Gmail account or your Outlook account, you know, you still have a list of customers. On top of that, you probably got a, some friends on Facebook, followers on, you know, followers on Facebook and Instagram, social media platforms. And then I would say, put that offer out in whatever medium you have at the moment, right? To get the cash register ringing tomorrow. Doesn't have to be fancy. Just send an email out, put some posts on Facebook, Instagram, let people know that it's available, right? And have a link to your payment page, if for nothing else. If you don't have a sales page, uh, you don't have a landing page done up yet, have it. How we go? Because these people already know you, they already trust you, they already have a relationship with you. You can probably just drive them straight to the payment page, right? If they know, which you can create on Moonclerk, which you can create on Moonclerk, right? In in a matter of minutes. So at the very least, I can take what I'm doing offline, create an online version of that, blast that out to everyone who knows me already through all the different channels that they know me through, drive them to that payment form, and hopefully some percentage of those people will book. Uh, and then, as you said, I'm going to learn lessons. So let's say 20 people sign up. I'm going to learn lessons from those 20 people. And then I'm going to want to find out or I want to take notes on what are the common themes that each of these people struggle with. Right. So 15 out of the people's 15 out of the 20 people struggle with this. And nine out of the people struggle with that. 
then those have become the elements that I can turn into an online course that anyone can take, right? Because those problems are mass appeal to everyone and they're not specific. And then I can record that using that same camera that I use for Skype. doesn't have to be fancy. Everyone's got a phone these days and that camera is well good enough to record from. And then get that up either on my, either on a website or on one of the learning platforms like Thinkific, I think it's called now. Something like that, right? Where I can put it up there. They've got all the payment stuff already there. Right. And then I can just migrate it all to that particular platform. Now, eventually you might want to have your own website set up, but we're talking about immediate money. So use the infrastructure that's there to the best ability, because that's going to give you the quickest wins. Once you've got some wins under your belt, then you can think about what's next. What's phase two of this business look like? I know there's some people sitting, standing out there listening to this going, well, I don't have any skills. Right. I'm not a coach or I don't have this. or I don't have that. Here's the magic of the internet. You don't even have to sell your own product, right? It doesn't have to be your product, but I guarantee you know something about something and you can share that knowledge with somebody. The most obscure one I've ever heard is a friend of mine, camper, he loves to go camping. And in the summertime, I'll tell you in Queensland, it's brutally hot in the summertime, right? So he got a, like a tent air conditioner. I've never even heard of these things, but like a tent okay, air wow. conditioner, right? Like you, you've probably never heard of it. I've never heard wow. of it. So he set up a web page all about tent air conditioners and just basically sells the affiliate links from Amazon and makes like $1,500 a month just having a page that talks about tent air conditioners right, and linking to a product on Amazon. So my point being, you don't have to have a product or service that you sell yourself. There are plenty of products and services out there. You can sell somebody else's product like Amazon affiliate program. There's ClickBank. There's affiliate programs for almost every online product you can think of, including my own, right? So you can sell somebody else's product. So if you know something about camping or you know something, like let's take that truck driver example again. This guy's a truck driver. He's out of work now. Can't drive a truck online. So how am I going to pivot? Well, you could pivot by talking about all the other things that go along with driving a truck. Like, do you want to become a truck driver? Here's what you're going to need to know. I'll do, you know, I'll do a little free mini course on here's all the points that you need to know about becoming a truck driver. So you need to get this kind of license. Here's the truck driving schools that are reputable. You can go to those. You could get kickbacks or, or you know, referral. You can create content on how to prep for a for a long trip. How to prep for the exam. How to pack. Where the pit stops are on certain routes. You could come up with all sorts of stuff. What kind of products are you going to take with you on the road? I'm going to take this kind of Esky and this yeah. kind of stereo and this kind of stereo. And here's the best music and the best CB radio. And and you link to those affiliate products on Amazon. Or and if whatever. you use Amazon, I believe, Barry, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think if you sell, say, even a book on Amazon, and if somebody buys a fridge within 24 hours or within the same transaction or something like that, you end up getting within a certain amount of time. Yeah, yeah. You get get affiliate commission for that as well. Exactly right. So affiliate marketing, you do need quite a bit of volume, but it's a start. It's a way where you can sell a product and fulfill on the product without actually having to create the product. And that's the beauty of the affiliate marketing. You just create the funnel, you find the right audience, you put the offer in front of them and you get paid for that. Yeah. And just think about what do your friends ask you about all the time when you're talking like me? I, I like I love to ride motorcycles, right? I've got a, a Honda Africa twin motorcycle in the garage, do a bunch of adventure riding, off-road kind of stuff. You know, people always ask me, what kind of GPS do you have in there? What kind of helmet do you have? What kind of Bluetooth connector do you have? What kind of jacket do you have? What kind of boots are you wearing, right? That's all content you can create and link to those products, right? So find a niche. The narrower the niche, the better is probably a good place to start. And think about all your knowledge in that niche. 
And if you were going to, if you were trying to talk to yourself five years ago or 10 years ago, what would you tell yourself? What would you buy? What wouldn't you buy? What are, what were the pitfalls along the way? Um, there's always something you can pivot to. There's always something you can sell. Ideally it's your own product. So you have a hundred percent of the retain a hundred percent of the sale or, or close to it, 95%. But if you want to get started today, there's a million products on Amazon that you can start selling or ClickBank or what are your favorite products that you use all the time? You know, like I knew uh, a woman who was a flight attendant at uh, one of the airlines that I work for. She had twins and she could not get them to go to sleep, right? So she started an Instagram account called the sleep mama, just lamenting, like, how do I get these kids to go to sleep, right? She's got 75,000 followers now on Instagram, has pivoted that business a couple times now as one of these kind of personality followings where she sells sleepwear that she's helped design herself with with a clothing line, cosmetics, kids stuff, kids clothes. Like she's taken this problem that she's had and turned it into, you know, she's iterated it a number of times and turned it into a business selling basically other people's products. So it can't be done. It's not easy. Nothing's ever easy. But it's easier if you start than if you if you never start, right? No, You never get anywhere sitting on your butt. So get up and start walking. Okay. So let's wrap this one up. Action steps and key takeaways for me. We talked about the importance of having a good underlying process before you automate the process. And we'll be talking more about automation in the next part of this two-part conversation. The key takeaway for me on that one, though, is you can't be asleep at the wheel even when you're on autopilot. Autopilot doesn't mean you goof off. Autopilot means you are watching the system to make sure it's working the way it should be working. Then we talked about finding the pivot, and we used the example of a coach who suddenly finds herself out of business because she was a face-to-face coach and she's trying to pivot online. But you can insert whatever profession you want in there. The key idea here is you want to be able to productize your knowledge and present it as an offer, ideally some form of consulting, which can be delivered over Skype or Zoom or whatever. And you need to have some kind of a way to accept payment. And Moonclerk is a great start. It's cheap. It's easy. It gets you get done in 10 minutes. Yep. We also talked about affiliate marketing. You can be selling stuff that can get fulfilled by Amazon. All you need to do is find the right market, create a compelling offer, and then drive people to that offer. If you create a course, you can use something like Thinkific or Kajabi, the new Kajabi, I think it's called now. They're a bit more expensive, but they're pretty much all bells and whistles included. There's a bunch of course software out there that you could use. You can create a course and you can start accepting payments pretty much straight away. The other thing is you don't have to have created the course completely. You do need to be honest about the fact that you haven't created it, in my opinion. So you might say that I'm looking to create a course in the next X weeks and I'm accepting upfront payments for a reduced fee. And if I don't have enough interest, I will refund your money. But right now I'm looking to looking for at least 10 people to participate in this course. And if I get 10, you will get in at a discounted price then the market price will be blah. That way you can get some money in the door as well. Any other suggestions or ideas for people to get started today so they can get some money in the bank within a week from listening to this episode? Yeah, if you've got some sort of marketable skill, anything from accounting to zoology or whatever, I guarantee there's someone looking for that skill. So, you know, try places like Upwork. I would stay away from Fiverr, but places like Upwork, you can still get a decent amount of money for consulting. So, you know, if you were going into an office from nine to five and someone was paying you to do whatever it is that you did, 
somebody else will probably pay you to do that if, if possible. I guarantee that you probably know something about a particular subject. What do people ask you about? You can turn that into a source of knowledge and a source of income as well. And like, as you said, what products do you use and really like and have you have used in the past? And look about how you can sell those to other people or how you can become subject matter in those particular things as well. And, you know, I think the online course, you know, create an online course is kind of done to death, but it works. <laughs> and it works. And if you think you can't do it, you're wrong. Like, all you need is a camera and a microphone and a whiteboard. My first, like, I saw a hole in the market when I started this active marketer business. I think it was like 2004, maybe, 2005. I saw a hole in the market for a particular product. I was like, nobody was talking about this product, and it's awesome. So I locked myself in a room with a whiteboard, taught myself the software in a day just by going and clicking on everything in the software and going, how does this work? How does that work? How does this work? Test that. Oh, that doesn't work how I thought it works like this. So I spent a day going through the software and figuring out how it works. And then every question I had, I wrote down. I'm like, oh, how does this work? How does that work? How does this other thing work? Now that I know the software, what would be the best, best way to get started? And I wrote an outline of a course on the board. I recorded the modules the next two days. I recorded, I don't know, like 20 modules, put it up on Udemy, which I wouldn't suggest doing that now, but putting it up on Udemy and put some tweets out to people who followed me on Twitter, which was not very still is not very many. And I got the first sale within like 36 hours or something like that. So it took me three day weekend to create the course. And then two days later, I was selling the course. Right. So and it cost me literally like five dollars for a, a logo I bought off Graphic River or something like that for the course. Well, that was it. That was the grand total of the expense. Uh, so it can be done. Like, I know it can be done because I've done it. And that course has iterated itself. And a whole business grew out of that course. Six figure, a six-figure business grew out of this stupid little course that I created in a weekend. And fast forward to a few years later, and you became the first certified person to be trained by Active Campaign. First Active Campaign certified consultant in the world, right? So it can be done. Like, and I didn't have any special equipment. I didn't have anybody helping me. I didn't, you know, I, I hadn't done this all my life. You know, I simply followed a formula laid out by James Schranko about how you create a course, right? You know, why are we doing this? How do we do it? What's next? Right. So I just went, okay, I'll just follow that framework, that template, right? And boom, done. Like the magic of momentum that went from there to there. And it's still going to this day. That, that course has been updated a gazillion times since then, but it still sells. It still sells, you know, every week, ever getting money from that course. What if someone listening will say, oh, but Barry, you're a combat pilot and you were a Marine and you're, you're a machine. I'm not Barry Moore. How can I do it? Well, I'm, you know, not everybody can be Barry Moore. What can I tell you? But um, I tell you what, I guarantee you being a combat pilot does not teach you how to make online courses. I guarantee you that. <laughs> Right. So just pivot, man. Just pivot. Just do it. Just try it. Just ignore the little voice in your head that says you can't and just do it anyway. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show, Barry. How do people find out more about you and how do they get their hands on this awesome Active Marketer course? Well, hopefully by the time this goes live, the new version of the website will be ready. But just go over to theactivemarketer.com and it should all be very self-explanatory. If it's not, I haven't done my job right. Just head over there and I'm sure Ash will have some links in the show notes as well. Yes, I'll put some links in there and I'll also link to theactivemarketer.com in the, in the show notes as well. If you're watching this on YouTube, I highly recommend you subscribe. If you're not watching it on YouTube, I highly recommend you watch it on YouTube. 
Stay tuned for the next part of this conversation where we'll be talking about Barry's super awesome tagging strategy, which I'm a big fan of and I think will make a big difference in your business. So I'll see you again soon, Barry. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Productive Insights Podcast. You can find all the links in the show notes below this episode on ProductiveInsights.com. You can also ask questions in the comment section that Ash personally answers. How can Ash help you today? 